All right. Hello, everyone. This is Nicholas Olek and Hannah Langdell, Duke Plastic Surgery Residents with the Resident Review. We're continuing our quick hit series today, talking about lasers, an exciting topic. Uh, Hannah's going to get us started with some laser resurfacing. Thanks, Nick. So there are several types of lasers to be aware of, ablative, non-ablative, and fractional. So ablative razor resurfacing involves selective thermal destruction and wounding to the level of the dermis. Wound healing originates from the cells in the dermis, and inflammatory cells are recruited to the site of the injury, leading to remodeling and production of firmer, smoother skin. So patients with Fitzpatrick skin types one to four are good candidates for this type of laser. This can be used to treat fine and deep rightids, can be used to treat uncontrollable acne, acne scars, telangiectasias, as well as actinic keratoses. The fractional lasers deliver columns of spatially confined thermal injury to the skin with surrounding unaffected follicular units aiding in skin remodeling. These are effective for the treatment of acne scarring as well as photoaging. Non-ablative lasers heat tissue but do not ablate. So the main benefit is that they minimize side effects compared to ablative lasers. Now we'll go through some of the specific lasers that we use in plastic surgery. The CO2 lasers are used for laser skin resurfacing. The wavelength is about 10,600 and the chromophore is water. That's something we're often tested on. And it's important to stop isotretinoin or Accutane for 12 to 18 months prior to CO2 lasering. Hyperpigmentation is the most common adverse effect for laser resurfacing for Fitzpatrick skin types three or four. You can treat this with hydroquinone or tretinoin, and we should advise patients that this will usually resolve within a few months. The rates of hyperpigmentation are reduced by pretreatment with retinoic acid and bleaching agents. Erythema is very normal with CO2 lasers and can last from one to four months depending on the type of laser used. Ascorbic acid can be used to decrease the duration and the severity of erythema. And hypopigmentation is the main long-term complication. So next is a Ur-YAG laser, and this is the treatment of choice for ablative uh, resurfacing of skin. The wavelength is 2,940, and again, the chromophore is water. So compared to the CO2 laser, this has decreased thermal heating, involves minimal contraction of the dermis, and creates a transductive wound um, via a photomechanical mechanism, has less coagulative necrosis, has, and also is associated with decreased permanent hypopigmentation. Nick, do you want to take us through some of the specific lesions? Yeah, absolutely. Um, starting with vascular lesions, um, lasers are used to damage the vessel intima and cause contraction of the collagen surrounding the vessel. So that's how these, le these lesions are treated. Uh, for a PDL laser, the wavelength is 585 and the chromophore is oxyhemoglobin. This is used for capillary lesions like port wine stains. Another laser that can be used for vascular lesions is KTP. Uh, and the wavelength here is 532. And again, oxyhemoglobin is the chromophore. This is used for superficial vascular telangiectasias and red facial capillaries. ND-YAG uh, is another laser that can be used in this category. This is a wavelength of 1064, and this can be used for venous and venolymphatic malformations or hemangiomas. Acne scars can be treated with infrared lasers like ED-YAG, 
diode and erbium. Um, and these are infrared lasers at wavelengths 1064 to 1540. Another area where lasers are used is tattoo remo removal. Um, and this is always good question fodder. So Q-switch lasers are used, and this includes Ruby, NDYAG, and Alexandrite. We're often asked what colors are removed with which lasers. So for dark ink, like black and blue, you can use NDYAG 1064. For green ink, the choice is Alexandrite. For red inks, uh, purple, red, or brown, you, you, you're going to use KTP-532. And for yellow slash orange inks, these are highly resistant to treatment. So if you're thinking about getting a tattoo, think about the, uh, the ink color that you want on there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's their first thought. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and just kind of wrapping up with a, a quick discussion of laser hair removal. So this is uh, targeting melanin in hair follicles. Uh, lasers used are diode, alexandrite, NDYAG 1064, intense pulse light uh, from 4,000 to 1,300 nanometers, and that's best used for facial hair. And importantly, laser hair removal is, lasers are not useful in fair-haired patients due to the lack of melanin, because that's what this, these lasers are targeting. So electrolysis can be used for hair removal in fair-skinned patients. A few notes on safety. Uh, reactivation of herpes simplex virus is the most common infectious complication after resurfacing. Antiviral prophylaxis should be used in all patients undergoing laser resurfacing. Herpes outbreak, despite oral management, if this occurs, you can treat with IV antivirals and antibiotics to prevent a superinfection. High efficiency smoke evacuators can be placed within one to two centimeters of the smoke plume when the laser is being used. And high filtration or laser masks should be used instead of standard surgical masks. And to prevent fire for a laser, use things that have been shown to decrease risk of fire using lasers is use, use of conscious sedation, nerve blocks, and no use of supplemental oxygen. So that was a, a kind of a quick overview of lasers, um, an important topic that we may not see a ton, but uh, definitely comes up on our test and definitely something you may see in, in practice. As a plastic surgeon with a unique vision for each patient, the more options you have at your fingertips, the better. Natrell is one of the portfolios available to you. To learn more, visit natrellsurgeon.com.